0: This week, on the bamcast 6 Month Stravaganza, we cleanse our body things, say a prayer to Zeno, and turn this motherfucker into a battlefield. One star,
1: weary.
2: Alright, and welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, Bamcast. Episode 26, or as we like to call it, the 6 Month extravaganza.
1: Yeah. Yes. If half you, if, a
2: year. Yeah, if we've been doing this on a weekly basis, mostly, um, then 26 mostly. is half of 52, and there's 52 weeks in a year. That's the yeah. math dropped on your
0: ass. We've wow. We've done 20... This is our 26th episode. Yeah.
3: We've been doing this far too long already. I yeah. guess. So... And really, if you count the ones we tossed <laughs> away and never used, well, mean, we're, yeah, we're up to well like 60. past. You mean like Raptor Island and um, the, the first the Wicker, Man? Wicker Man? The original Wicker Man.
2: Never mind, those don't exist. <laughs> yeah. So I'm Harlow.
0: I'm Mackie. And I'm The Beach.
2: Obviously, for our 6 months stravaganza, we had to bring out the big guns, or at least rather a big movie to talk about. A big movie with small guns. So I didn't look. Was this the Razzie winner of the decade, or was it Showgirls? It,
3: actually, oh. Uh,
2: apparently. Oh, wait, no. This not is... even Showgirls. Oh, This no. was in the 2000s. Yes, yeah, technically, I guess. And um, I Know
3: Who Killed Me, starring Lindsay Lohan, actually won more. Really,
2: Razzies? Okay,
3: wow. Yeah. Well, actually, they do. They did give it a special award
2: of the worst drama of our first twenty-five years of doing the Razzies. <laughs> so that's that's something that works. <laughs> that's like a lifetime achievement yeah. award. I mean, it, it it took home quite a few. But anyway, so we're talking about Battlefield Earth, a saga of the year three thousand. Three thousand. So in the year three
1: thousand.
2: Let's just go ahead and get out of the way. We'll, um, if you happen to subscribe to the Church of Scientology, we may offend you we will oh, yeah. offend you okay i'm just saying you suck i'm just saying it you might want to step away now come back next week when no don't come no. back next no. week no. fuck you
3: <laughs> honestly if you're a scientologist you have enough money that you don't need to listen to us Sure. yeah, yeah what are you doing you can pay you somebody better things to, to do review with your time. cable you can pay books to, on tape
0: yeah you can you know. pay somebody to review bad movies for yeah. you
2: let me talk about Audible.com now. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's go ahead and, before we break our uh, thing too much here, mm-hmm. let's, uh, let's go hey, ahead and get a synopsis of out of the things. way. Go yeah. for it. Formula. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: In the year 3000, man is no match for the Cyclos, a greedy, manipulative race of aliens on a quest for ultimate profit. Led by the seductive and powerful Turl, the Cyclos are stripping Earth clean of its natural resources, using the broken remnants of humanity as slaves. What is left of the human race has descended into a near-primitive state, believing the invaders to be demons and technology to be evil. After humanity has all but given up any hope of freeing themselves from alien oppression, a young man a young man, <laughs> hey, named Tyler decides to leave his desolate home high in the Rocky Mountains to discover the truth, whereupon he is captured and enslaved. It is then that he decides to fight back, leading his fellow man in one final struggle for freedom. From Body Thetans. From Body Thetans.
0: <laughs> Whatever those are.
2: So. Yeah. Wow. Where to start? Um, perhaps in slow motion. Oh. It's it's too bad that this is an audio podcast. I know. Because I'd really love to do a curtain wipe into us talking. Ugh. That's the one effect this movie has. Yeah. The one. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean. I'll Anytime the you're one not edit. sure how to end a scene. Yeah. The one edit. Curtain wipe. Yeah curtain wipe every time
3: yeah if,
1: uh,
2: if time passes it's it's either a straight cut if no time has passed if any time passes curtain wipe yep curtain wipe we made a little drinking game out of it and that's that's why we're having a good time right
0: about yeah now. <laughs> i started halfway in and i'm blitzed yeah <laughs> um yeah i don't know what like 30 or 40 curt- curtain wipes
3: <laughs> at least i mean this is a uh, exactly a well, two-hour movie what just what a damn mean-spirited humorless movie mm-hmm. i mean really uh, it's yeah. just I I don't even know how to get around that part. I mean we we were trying to make fun of it, but Yeah it, there it's, was so little sense of humor and so much sense of this is a very big, serious, important movie. This you is know? important. This means In, something. Yeah. You know, and John Twill's like, I am acting. <laughs> Don't you understand? And I'm evil.
0: Yeah. Can't you see how evil I am? Look <laughs> at these things I'm doing to yeah. people. I won't hit you
2: with my right hand, but I might hit you with, with my, my left hand. hand. <laughs> Snicker.
3: Sneer.
0: I'm evil. <laughs> Let me point out to you also
3: that I am evil. <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: I just love how all the Cyclos are p- played as just complete assholes. Yeah. And yes. like aggressive assholes. Like, hey, guess what? If you didn't realize I'm an asshole, I'm about to show you how big an asshole I am. So basically what I'm understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, but
2: what I'm sensing from this is that greed, for lack of a better word, is not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the main theme to be taken from this movie because that's all the cyclos are here for. They're like mm-hmm. evil, even more manipulative Ferengis of the Star Trek world. They just simply care about the profit. And they lie, they they deceive each other, they screw each other over, they kill each other, all in the mm-hmm. in the greater good to
3: earn profits. Yeah,
1: and, and that's, that's what makes
3: this even more dull is they're basically just a big corporation, right? But they get into a lot of detail about oh well, here's where the credits are going, and and this is a I want my yeah. share, and you know I'll it's like, buy
0: more wives. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, you know, it was exceedingly boring.
1: It, yeah. it
2: is. I mean, and that's sad because I mean. It, it's got. It's actually
0: the kind of the story has some potential to be a big explosive. Woohoo! Yeah, fun I mean type this is the most yeah. boring like
2: uh, rebellion movie I think I've ever seen. To be honest yeah, with you, yeah. I mean I really didn't care. I mean, I mean it, this made like ten thousand BC seem epic. Yeah, and really. there was a lot yeah. of ten thousand BC yeah, type stuff in it because there all is. the
3: people in the movie are basically the characters from ten thousand BC just. Right. Yeah, they're they're, in the they're future, cavemen who happen to speak
2: perfect English. In yeah. this case, it yeah. kind of makes sense. it's almost the same movie. Yeah, it is. Yeah. In, in a way. Except that, you know, these were obviously aliens, whereas whatever the fuck was happening in 10,000 B.C. Well, yeah, yeah, but they
0: were... They had, you know, the in 10,000 B.C., the one group had higher technology. Right. Much higher technology than yeah. the stick people.
2: But, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, the the is mainly John Travolta and uh, Forrest, Forrest Whitaker. Whitaker. <sighs> I mean... Yeah, I mean, you know, one of the secrets of, of making a movie is make your villain likable, or you know, you either make them so heinous that you just immediately hate them, or you make them likable, you mm-hmm. know, in, in a weird sort of way. And he was neither; he was just annoying. He was, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's just like, I, I want you to die simply so you stop speaking, you know, yes, <laughs> you know, mainly. Yeah. Like, no, I don't care. Like, I don't find anything you're doing particularly bad. I mean, you're just an asshole. And, yeah. And you you overact every second.
3: Ha ha ha! I have yeah. tricked you! Yeah. yeah, see, I'm one of those people that holds uh, John Travolta on the same level as Nicolas Cage. Really? Yeah. Okay. Which is why, you know, Face Off, big big favorite of mine. <laughs> big, huge favorite. And, like, the way he, the way Travolta acts in this movie is, like, the way I know, like, when other people see it, I'm like, this is the Travolta I see in every single movie. Okay. Except Pulp Fiction, basically. Is yeah. that overacting, ham it up, I'm being serious, you know, yeah, type I, thing? I guess, yeah. I mean, I, I, especially when he plays a bad guy.
2: I guess, like, I mean, as much as I love Pulp Fiction, I, to me, I, I, I don't put him on the same level because I've never seen John Travolta be really good. I mean, he's mm-hmm. just. To me, he's okay. He, if anything, well, he's that's the, the only one weakest, I don't. I don't. He's the weakest link in. in Pulp Fiction. Sadly, yeah. you know, I, I I've seen Nicolas Cage be brilliant. You know, I've seen yeah. Raising Arizona, I've seen Wild at Heart, and it's like I know, given the right, you know, if you tie him down just the right way, he can you mm-hmm. know, do good things. Yeah. But I've never seen John Travolta be good. I mean, that's mm-hmm. why I don't hold him to this high, the same standard. You know, like I said, when I see what Nicolas Cage has become, it's like, uh yeah,
3: well, they're both crap to me. Okay, and yeah, Travolta is enough. just as much crap as Cage is.
0: I'm trying to disagree with you in in my mind, um, you know, for contention's sake, because it's know, tough, isn't it? Yeah, but I can't, especially but. after watching this. Yeah, and and I'd that's like the, the other drama on the Banff cast. But there's
3: <laughs> is this is so disjointed because they go for long stretches of following Barry Pepper, who's like our main human character. And then they go for long stretches of following John Travolta as, what is it, Turl? Is that his name? Right, Turd. Yeah. They follow him for long stretches, and then it's back to Barry Pepper for long stretches. And then they're together for a bit, but it's like they do these big chunks of the movie where it's you're only focusing on this one side of it. And it, I don't know, it just it doesn't build any momentum. And that's why it's so boring, is because you're like, okay, well, this, you know, they're arguing about the corporation again, when, you know. Barry Pepper's running in slow motion from something and then getting knocked over. You know, <laughs> that's pretty much what most of the first half of this movie was. Well, I'm really glad that Barry Pepper has pretty much disappeared off the face of the
2: earth because honestly, he's been in two of my least favorite movies of all time.
3: What's the What's other the one? Other? This one
2: and... Um, uh, Saving Private Ryan? No. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I hate that one. No, okay. Uh, it's a... What's that? We Were Soldiers, the Mel Gibson movie? Ah. Oh, yeah. With a, That has the single cheesiest montage yes. I've ever seen in my life, and courtesy I... of Barry Pepper. And I, I yep. mean, I, I literally was in the theater, never seen the movie before, and I just cackled. I mean, that montage mm-hmm. came on, and I just started cackling. I know people turn around and look at me, and I was like, fuck you, that's the most ridiculous <laughs> thing I've ever seen. So, I, I just, yeah, he's doesn't need to be in movies ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's Keanu times ten. <laughs>
3: yeah, he really only has like one range of emotion yeah. in this movie, and, and, I, and I, I love doesn't... I
2: love the Owen Wilson, you know, behind enemy
3: lines, you know, running yeah. slow motion, running explosions. That <laughs> I'm a big fan of the scene that was taken directly <laughs> from the uh, exploding columns lobby scene in The Matrix. Oh yeah, where he's running along and they're all shooting at him, and everything's well, he's exploding he... all around him. Yeah, and he's they shamelessly in slow motion. They shamelessly yeah.
2: stole from sci-fi. I mean, the, the there was the direct Blade Runner uh, cut too. Where goes, yeah, where he's he's shot and he's he's stumbling through about six panes yep. panes of glass. You know, uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I I could go on. I mean, I'm pretty sure I noticed other very very similar things mm-hmm. from other sci-fi movies.
3: Yeah, it's just it's a very it's just so poorly put together for, you know, like the money that they spent on the CG for the and the sets and all that. Well, and that's, some and, of the, that was and the makeup is terrible on, you know, I mean, the, yeah. the big yeah. dudes, they just look stupid. They just basically look like they just threw a bunch of shit on top of their head, put dreads on top of it and then put them in gigantic boots. Yeah. I, and like that was the extent of the costuming. Well, I can see like
2: James Cameron putting together the idea of Avatar, and he probably saw this and was like, I can't do this shit yet. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need seven-foot-tall aliens to be running around that look believable, and mm-hmm. that looks
0: fucking ridiculous. So. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. The uh, The stuff that was CG, though, looked
3: well, pretty, it, re- it was pretty reasonable. It was here and there. I mean, here and there. I there were certain scenes that were atrocious. Yeah. yeah I, 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 it was like flat out, here's some green screen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, then, but you also have to say, this was in the year 2000 or 99. They were probably filming it and making it, but... Yeah, yeah mean, when they still, when still. they
3: weren't putting
0: uh actors and CG on on screen at the same time, it mm-hmm. mm. Mm.
2: most of it was yeah. some it, of it was, it was some of it was really good. And then there was It's shit, dated, but shit like the planet blowing up that just looked worst horrible. Planetary yeah. explosion. The largest
3: explosion ever. we've seen
2: yet, the least satisfying by far. Yeah. Yes. There was like there was CGI in the last Starfighter that looked more realistic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I wish they would have just
0: blown up a real planet instead. <laughs> yeah
2: the one that L. Ron Hubbard and John Travolta and Tom Cruise are all from? Yes. Yeah. And chef. <laughs> He's already dead. So.
3: Um, but yeah, I I don't I don't know. It I mean, I can see why everyone sees this as like one of the worst movies of all time. Yeah, it's,
0: it's pretty bad. It's and
3: goddamn bad. Yeah. Honestly, there's very to me there was very little of the Scientology thing, so I couldn't even like latch on and hate that. I mean, I know it's the L. Ron Hubbard, and I know they're like, you know, whenever someone says, well, the gods will save us, you know, he's like, no, your gods are wrong. You know, well, that sort of stuff is about the only thing that I really saw that was kind of, that well, pointed that direction. I, really I couldn't God really God say, I mean, I'm assuming
2: because, because of, of the history of it, that this, the, the book was written before Dianetics and all of Scientology mm-hmm. and all that stuff yeah. came into existence because, According to Wikipedia, it was 1982, the book was, the book came out. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I have no idea of the history of Scientology. I don't know when it really came into being.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, so. When rich well, people decided they need a new religion. <laughs> well, why but, don't
2: we
0: get Tom Cruise on the line
3: and have yeah. him explain Well, it. I'm
2: sure we could look this up. But what I, my point I'm, I'm getting at is, I mean, let's face facts, L. Ron Hutter, Hubbard was a science fiction writer, and mm-hmm. I, I think basically on a dare he said, I bet I can create a religion <laughs> based on science. And somehow it worked. And somehow it worked. Based on science fiction. Goddamn good bet there yeah. sure um, but i I can see some elements of it like i mean from what i what I do know about it that there were um the, their their spaceships look very similar to how they're the um the evil aliens in, in Scientology spaceships are supposed to look like they're they're very plane like i mean i mean airplane like mm-hmm. jet like and um and I also know that there's a bit about uh nuclear weapons uh, being a very big part of the the downfall of the uh, aliens and Hmm. and things like that. So th- there are certain elements, I mean, in there I can see. I mean, yeah. th- that's the thing is, like, I mean, this all comes from a, a time when, you know, we were dealing with the Cold War, and it's like, if if our own greed didn't kill us, the nuclear weapons were, I mean, it's all just a bunch of horseshit. I mean, this is like, it's like if I wrote a, a uh, fairy tale and, and people suddenly started worshipping it.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's basically yeah. it.
2: It's like, I mean, fairy tales were written to keep people from doing things that were dumb much like most religions were created but to keep people from doing things that were dumb. Yeah. And that's what this is. I mean, you know, yes, greed is bad. Nuclear weapons are bad. Violence is bad. You know, stand up yeah. for what you believe in, that's good. You know, but mm-hmm. you know, it's like I mean, it's just so freaking transparent. It's like who's dumb enough to fall for this? No offense.
3: Yeah. No offense meant, sorry. Well, As yeah. far as the movie goes, apparently they only adapted the first half of the book. They didn't bother with the second half, so thank god for that. And thank God we don't get the second half. Of well, this like I said, like I said at the very end, of <laughs> and the we'll movie never then. know how it ends.
2: <laughs> well, like I said at the very end of the movie, there was that setup. Yeah. Um, well, mm-hmm. a couple setups there at the end of the movie, but you know, the cycloplanet gets blown up by a nuclear weapon because apparently nukes and their atmosphere do not respond yeah. well together. Radioactive. Radioactive. radioactive yeah. or something. So they really they could have just beamed over some uranium. They didn't have to blow up a bomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would have just started started a chain reaction. Yeah. But um. So right, right as the you know the planets go, you know being engulfed in flames, there's a a scene. that looks like you know whatever teleporter, Teleport transporter thing, thing, it goes off, and so something escaped. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh well.
0: Yay! Right. I'm surprised with all the uh, all the money that's involved in the Scientology organization that this didn't that didn't get a sequel, because they can just throw the money at it and make the damn movie. I'm surprised. Well, that's it- what
3: they did the first time and. They lost their shirts.
2: <laughs> well, I'm surprised. So? They, yeah, I mean, yeah. well, I'm surprised they didn't put more money into making this good. I mean, on a, at least on yeah. a think fiction about the, level.
0: Think about the people that are, you know, that are involved in the organization, and then, you know,
3: well, I mean, it's the the other thing about this is the script is just so many stupid plot holes and you know leaps of logic. You know, like the fact that this is supposed to be a thousand years in the future and. There are places where the power still works, mm-hmm. you know, just stuff like that where it's like, really? I mean, come yeah. on. And that these
2: people that are grunting like apes can jump in a flight sim for a couple hours and yeah. fly jets.
0: Hey, it was seven days. Come um, on, Okay, seven yeah. days.
2: Or that, as I said, you know, for a movie based in quote-unquote Scientology, there should be some science in there.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, that should be.
2: When you're mining gold, it doesn't look like gold sitting on top of the ground. Yeah, The only thing that does is pyrite, fool's gold mm-hmm. Gold doesn't look like gold at all when it comes out of the ground <laughs> You have to smelt it and refine it And mm-hmm. make it into what we know is shiny gold gold Yeah.
0: So. Also, uh, you know, this is just a stretch of, of logic You know, for all all you people who, who have brains out there But if you leave a plane sit for a thousand years <laughs> The motherfucker's <laughs> not gonna fucking work, motherfucker
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, besides the, the, gas besides, the besides the or fuel evaporating, besides the just fuel just simply evaporates, evaporates yeah. I'm not shit smart. is
0: going to uh, rust badly, very, very badly. Especially not yeah. a fucking Harrier; those things are fucking complicated. Yeah,
3: yeah. Jesus fuck! You know, I mean, just get just, it together. I mean, there's stuff face. like that, but there's the fact that John Travolta's character basically trains Barry Pepper to do everything that he would need to do to yeah. overthrow. What was the point but, of him learning to fly? So he could fly the gold back. I guess. No, but he didn't even fly it back. John Travolta showed up and was like, "Here's my goal, Give me more." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, really, they're, they're, they're slaves. They're know? slaves.
2: They could have like carted it out uh, out past the
3: radioactive area. Yeah, and he Yeah, you know. maybe they had. I mean, they teach him. He wants know. them to learn the language, so he puts them in like this magic learning box, learn box. thing <laughs> that the learn box, where the, the re- learn chair, where the little mer- 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 thing talks to him. <laughs> for a minute says, I'm going to be your translator. That was awesome. That was kind of cool. That that character was hilarious. Yeah. Whoever did the voice for that was obviously in on the joke. Yeah. Like, they saw it near the end of of post-production, and they're like, okay, we're just going to get the voice in, you know? And that guy had to be like, really? Okay, here we go. (laughs) In on the joke and intoxicated. Yeah.
1: But anyway, so so they don't just
3: beam like the knowledge of how to speak the language into his brain. They give him like the entire history of the everything cyclo culture—they give him the entire history of complex you know, calculus, like human culture, you know, calculus. They do all this shit, and it's like, okay, yeah. So you've just made him like the smartest man on the planet, and mm-hmm. you've told him everything he would possibly need to know about you. Because you want to teach him. Because you want to teach him how to mine gold.
2: Yep, something that Star See, Trek fans can do.
0: Yeah. Well. <laughs> Well, I I I do think there is a little bit of setup for that because he pretends that he's not getting any knowledge so they just keep yeah. on cramming knowledge and knowledge and knowledge. So there was a little, bit a little bit, of setup for that, but
3: but the, still, there's also the really? fact he was by far the most rebellious really? one. Like yeah. any time there was an opening, he was trying to punch somebody or run away or let's pick that guy you know, to lead our band of. Well, slaves. yeah, he's like in prison for a day well, and he fights one guy and he's running the place. You know, it's
2: uh, never mind history. We've trained the rebellious people in the past. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> and how stone.
0: often does it work out for us? Um,
2: yeah.
3: Not very. Never. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so I mean, just everything... Looking at you, Taliban. Everything about this movie is just broken. I mean, there's the terrible script where it's just... Where characters do stupid things just for the sake of moving the movie along. You know, pushing the film forward. Sure. Oh, it went
0: somewhere. Oh. Yeah.
3: To hell. And just, you know, it's like, it's either a completely blown out, purplish-bluish color palette, or, you know... Just ugly looking. I mean, all all the characters look the same. It's just... Dull. Yeah, and it's just flat out boring. Because nobody really has any charisma on screen. The only one, you know, I hate to say it, is John Travolta. And it's more like anti-charisma. It's like, God, this guy is such a fucking asshole. I kind of enjoyed Forrest Whitaker's character a little bit. A little bit. I was like, <laughs> there I was just, the just, one uh, scene where he laughs at him one time too many. Yeah. Yeah. That that was good. <laughs> ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> At least... Turns back one last time. <laughs> 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 uh, you <laughs>
2: motherfucker. <laughs> well, if uh, I'm you know, drink if it's and it's always accuracy uh, is to be believed, he's the one person that's expressed regret for participating in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I want to know. Okay, John Travolta, obviously uh, a large producer on this movie, mm-hmm. probably coughed up a lot of cash yes. to get this made. He did. But then it goes and says that he took his usual fee to be around ten million. I guess well, because you know at that time he was doing the face-offs and the big action movies, and he was getting mm-hmm. he was he a twenty million dollar thirty million dollar actor at that time, and God. it says something about that you know like he took his large upfront pay cut to around ten million. It's like so wait you paid yourself? He took yeah, somebody else's weird. money. I, I, yeah. That's I just don't know. Weird. No, take it out of his pile. But, yeah. Anyway, but um yeah if if you look at uh, again the always accurate source of Wikipedia. They they declared that their their budget was seventy five million dollars. What? It, <laughs> yeah, it, they, apparently they lied. Well, they, I yeah. don't
3: believe it. Well, that's
2: just it. It says declared value. It's declared budget seventy five million. Actual budget forty four million. So it's almost like
0: so they were trying to fudge a little bit. To I don't know. Take a tax there were break. lawsuits
3: involved. Apparently,
0: yeah. Looking for a tax break, you know. And how much did it make? Seventy four dollars. Twenty one million you fucking kidding
2: me? I, I'm surprised I made that much, but it's still losing their ass, I, which makes me happy. Now,
0: I do remember seeing this in the theater. I don't remember why. I don't remember remember who I went with. Um, Were you hooked up to an e-meter? Was that's a te- why was I not remember. That's why I don't remember.
2: You also don't remember saying that two times before that, right?
0: <laughs>
3: that's why I don't remember. <laughs> well, they do that in the movie, too. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> Oh yeah, when they want something uh, they to do. have re- some effect. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah
2: they do. It I echoes. just acted better than everyone in <laughs> that movie. The the this movie really could have been ninety minutes if they just not used slow motion, or not repeated oh, yeah. themselves. Well, that too.
3: Or not showed like ships unnecessarily landing. Yeah, there were a lot of scenes that. Uh, it's like good they watched Star like Wars that. Episode One and they're like, "Man, there were a lot of cool ships landing." So was people there, like let's ships Let's do that. Was there any it.
2: point to the whole like bartender side plot?
3: No, no. Just to show, I'm just, evil. Yeah, just to drive home the point that John <laughs> okay. Travolta is an asshole. And they used they used the bartender in the last. I know. Uh, yeah, act.
0: Yeah. Off with his head. Yeah. <laughs> can we can we talk
2: about? Uh, it, we're usually negative, obviously about something this shitty. But can we talk about the one positive? Which was. The the way to go out. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> if you're gonna die. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So, so let's that's a yes. fucking awesome let's go over go. their plan. Okay. okay.
3: They the you know they take Barry Pepper out and leave him alone for two weeks with a plane that he now knows how to fly and say mine gold and bring it back. They're still in Colorado. I think. Yeah. And they're and they're in Colorado is where this takes place. Mm-hmm. So he flies over to DC. Mm-hmm. And what do they do in D.C.? Uh, I don't I even remember to, what like, they did there.
2: Something like the archives or the um, Library of Congress, somewhere that he could get more knowledge dropped. Okay. Or at least maybe he went yeah. to the Pentagon because he had a map that was uh, yeah. basically. But anyway, they where go there.
3: Yeah, they go there. Yeah, so they look up. That's right. They look up where all the nuclear silos are. And then they look up. They go to Fort Knox, get a bunch of gold. Mm-hmm. That's, I want to go. Yeah, which that's Kentucky, already been kids. smelted into bricks. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then they fly back, you know say, okay, here's some gold. And John Travolta's like, how'd you make bricks out of it? And they're like, oh, we thought you didn't want raw ore, so we smelted it. And he's like, well, if you had that time, give me more, because I'm an asshole. Oh, you know, and melting. Yeah. So then they go and they decide they're going to get the nukes from somewhere Fort in Fort Worth. Yeah, and their plan is, because Barry Pepper now knows everything there is to know about everything. the Cyclos, thanks to the little magic fancy Learn box. box. <laughs> the learning box. Yeah. He he decides that their atmosphere is radioactive enough that it will blow up if they set off a nuke in there. So they go in there. So they're going to teleport one of their guys over there. Meanwhile, they're going to start a riot and smash the dome that they all live in because apparently the cyclos can't breathe Earth's people. air and people can't breathe the cyclos' air. So they have to wear these goofy nose things, which makes them all <laughs> look stupid throughout most of the movie. Stupid err. Yeah. But anyway. So that's their plan is they're going to start a riot and they're going to and the one dude is going to blow up a bunch of dynamite on the top of the dome or right up near the top and then it's going to shatter and then the cyclists are going to go oh no we can't breathe and die and die and die. And so of course die. as these things always do everything goes wrong. People are rioting. John Travolta shows up says I knew what was going on all along and starts beating up Barry I'm Pepper. Evil. And, yeah, don't forget about. And the other guy waits until like the cyclops find the dynamite and are like, "Okay, he like, cut the red wire and take the green and you put it there." And they're disarming all of them. He's like, "Should I blow it up?" I think they're disarming them. Should I blow it up? You know. And Barry Pepper's like, "I'm getting my ass kicked. I can't tell you that right now." Wait, I'm getting yeah. beat up. So eventually he blows it up, and of course it doesn't blow up the dome. It just it's, cracks it a little it's tempered glass. Yeah. yeah. So he flies around in his little ship and then finally decides, well, damn it. I'm going to pull an I, independence I really, day. Yeah. He's like, I really fucked that up. So I got to, I got to make up for it. So he's like, I'm taking out the dome. And he crashes the jet, the, his cycloplane thing into the top of the dome. And it sticks. And it gets stuck <laughs> and doesn't break anything. So the guy's like, Fuck! The guy's like I just can't kill anybody. <laughs> So Sometimes finally, you just can't get yeah, rid of a bomb, and then he really, then he remembers. Oh, I have a bunch of explosives in the back of this thing, mm-hmm. and and a bazooka. A bazooka. Yeah, <laughs> he has a bazooka. So he decides.
2: Well, oh, he, radi- third- he radios in one last time. Yeah. like... No, I'm blowing <laughs> Third time's the charm. <laughs> yeah. I
3: wish he had said that, but he didn't. But the only, but he says, piece of cake. Yeah. Piece of cake. So the third time, he fires a bazooka at point-blank range at the explosives, you know, literally two feet away from him. And it blows the that fuck up. That finally does the trick. Yeah. <laughs> it I gives us a much it. more satisfying explosion than an entire planet getting blown up by a nuke. Absolutely. Yep. Or John Travolta's well, arm getting blown off. I, I think off. it's
2: better that like he doesn't just shoot the explosives in the back because they're behind a cage. He shoots the, the gas canister, which is labeled fuel in big yeah. letters. He shoots the fuel tank to blow up the things that are labeled in big letters, explosives. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> With a, I should have just said bazooka the yeah. side. That would have been <laughs> awesome. should have had tea and, like, you know, barrels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> barrels are a punch. He eventually
3: does make the plan work. Yes.
2: Yeah. That was awesome, though. I mean, shoot the fuel tank, Piece blow up the cap. explosives. Piece of cake. That's a way to go, folks. You're in that situation. <laughs> Death
3: by bazooka is preferable. If you crashed
2: a cyclo uh, playing into a, a <laughs> glass dome killer. that didn't explode and you got explosives in the back, fuel tank, and a bazooka, do that. Yeah.
0: We salute you, crazy
3: guy. <laughs> crazy, whoever the... <laughs> Carlo, I think was his name. Carlo. Kim Coates. Dude's name is by. Kim. Yeah. yeah. Kim Coates.
0: Way to go, Kim. We salute you, Carlo. Slash <laughs> Kim Coates.
3: Apparently he's a dude on Sons of Anarchy mm, now. Indeed. There you go. Yeah, yes. Yeah.
0: I've actually he's I've seen him. He looked, a lot yeah, of he stuff. did
3: look familiar. Yeah, I was looking through his. Can't name there. a single a thing. But, yeah. mm. A lot of T V stuff. A lot of T V.
0: Usually he plays, you know, kind of crazy. Ish. What are you talking about? He was in airborne. <laughs> like I was saying. Yeah, there you go. And Waterworld. Dude, that's
2: awesome. Wow. He was in Waterworld and Battlefield Earth. Man, keep, awesome!
3: If I ever make a movie, Epic keep him fan. as far away from me <laughs> as you possibly can. Uh. Yeah, but wow, but yeah it it earns all the Razzies it got. Mm-hmm. You know, I was prepared for bad. I was not prepared for this bad. Right? Because this this to me is the worst kind of bad. Is the whole a lot of money behind it? People that do have the actual ability to act, for basically Forrest Whitaker, yeah. and just squandered all this money, all this everything. You know, just a true failure on just about every single level yeah. they can possibly fail on.
0: You can be bad. You can be boring. But you better not be bad and boring. Yeah. which is Or better. I'm gonna fuck you up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> or you end up on the Banffcast. <laughs>
0: yes. Recipe
3: for Banffcastness. Yeah. And not in a good way. So do we just want to get the ratings? Yeah. Let's rate Let's get this motherfucker.
2: I'm gonna go ahead and say just stay... I mean, if you haven't already seen this, just stay away. Just, yeah. I mean, unless you're just morbid curiosity takes over. Yeah, but yeah.
3: it it truly is as bad as yeah, you have heard. It really and is. probably worse. I mean,
2: because we debated, we we talked about doing Showgirls, you know, because that's an equally known bad movie, but that one's fun, stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so quotable and it's it's ridiculousness.
3: It's just way too long. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing.
2: It's like we were just like
3: you know, yeah. Battlefield Earth two, mm-hmm. at two hours, way too long. Way too long. Yep. Ugh. could have been sixty-three minutes. It, it really did feel like three hours. It, it felt interminable. That's a big word. That's a good one. Good yeah. job. No.
2: All right. So no. ratings.
3: Rate this bitch.
2: Um, uh, I'm going three bags. So only three? Yeah, only three. I, I was sitting at a four until that the bazooka thing and
3: that 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 bumped totally it redeemed yeah. itself that bu- that honestly bumps, that bumped it up a level the bazooka is the only thing that kept it from a five for me really yeah wow. that is the only thing it's it's only a four bagger like but said, it's
2: i'm coming off that like i hated the zombie thing so much yeah i can know? understand and that. this mm-hmm. at least i mean at least there was lasers and spaceships it, even yeah, If even if those lasers dumb. poorly sonic re- re- weapons poorly rendered they were.
3: laser things there was it's things that like made those cool
2: gun- pew, pew noises. Yeah. I did kind of like those guns. So it's yeah, pretty cool. I mean, it had it some things that were in it in the hands of somebody better. It could have been fun, but like I said, that that simply the bazooka moment gets it bumps it up a rating. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm going to go with three, three bags uh, for all the reasons previously previously yeah. stated.
3: Okay, I guess I just I really didn't like this a lot. <laughs>
0: I hated this a lot more than three, you guys three did. Three
3: does not mean I like this. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I know that. But <laughs> said, <yeah>. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, when we walked out of, that, out of the, uh, the right? cast theater, I was pretty sure we were going to be giving it fives. But Yeah. Because I... I can usually tell when we're getting a five because we didn't, we, we didn't talk too much during this one. Yeah. It's I when we know. get I quiet, was... when BJ doesn't have any notes written down. That's, yeah, had... that's when you know things are just in dire straits. Yeah, I had one note and yeah. that was from the intro. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, like I said, we
2: you know, um every time you see a curtain wipe, if you're of drinking yeah. age, have a drink. Yep. That'll help.
3: Oh my god. Um, I would have a, have, a, one, have a 12-pack ready. Well, have one for you alone. Ha-
2: have at least one drink beforehand just to to ease your way into yeah. the movie. Mm-hmm. But every time you see a curtain wipe, yeah. uh take a drink. That's the difference. You, you guys have been that. drinking and I have not.
0: Might want to do that with a beer, not a not a liquor drink cuz you'll <laughs> die. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I'm sure somewhere in the vastness of the internet someone has done a curtain wipe count oh so that God. we won't have to.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with 30. At least. That's At least. that's low. That's
2: a low estimate. I know there was some happening there in a row where I would take a drink, hold my bottle for a second, start to think that I'm good, go to put it down, and fuck it, there's another take one. Take another yep. drink. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there was yeah. a lot. and And it didn't disappoint in the fact that not only did we get a curtain wipe to credits, it was the reverse, reverse. curtain Reverse. Yep. Seriously, folk, there's 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 like eighty effects in Final Cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> there's star wipes. There's yeah. dissolves. Well, they did do one dissolve. Yes. Yes. They, they well, it was the they um, dissolve from the simulator to the actual. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, what did they call that? Uh, 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 I don't know. That's I a big know. word. It's a similar similar dissolve, and there's yeah. a word for that.
0: That that was actually kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I was like, hey, I like. Well, that Yeah, effect. but I
2: mean, the, whenever they do that. it's just, yeah. yeah, like like the um the old school version is the the Paramount logo into the mountain and Raiders mm-hmm. of the Lost Ark that mm-hmm. kind of thing.
3: Yeah. yeah, but I like that wow. stuff.
2: Oh, sure, yeah, that's, it's good when done well.
3: Yeah, but otherwise it's the same wipe. Yes, they don't even do the Star Wars thing where sometimes you get nope. the uh, the circle wipe. Yeah, there, there were no mm-hmm. vertical
2: wipes, no side wipes, no nothing. No like yeah. parallelogram. Yeah, you nope. Know? Nope. no, no corner wipes. Yep, simply curtain wipes. Yep. There are more than that, people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so cause, spice, cause so, yeah, I just... think the curtain
2: wipe is usually good for denoting that you're ending an act. Well then this was like a fifty act story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, so let's uh let's move on. Suffice yeah. to say, this movie sucks big fat donkey balls. Let's sign a treaty and end this battle. Field. <laughs> Earth. Yes. Yes. Here we'll on take, Earth. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Alright. <laughs> And welcome back to the band. Hey, welcome back.
0: Good to be back. BAMPcast. As always.
2: Good goddamn break. All right. I mean, good Zeno damn break. Um, so, yeah, for a topic. um, If you listen back to uh, the once missing episode eight, you'll notice mm-hmm. it was only half an episode. And that's because we tried to double up one day and do two. And, well, that second half, let's just say yeah. it got recording about two, three o'clock in the morning. Entropy. We were a little loopy. We'd watched yeah. two movies, talked a lot. And so, anyway, that topic that was once lost and now shall be found was simply our favorite actual real honest to goodness movies of all time. Yep. And I think it's only fitting for our six month extravaganza to bring that back.
3: And it's our favorite movies other than robot jocks. Right. I mean, we're talking legitimate. That just goes without saying. We're talking
2: legitimate, you know, five star, you know, movies, real movies.
3: Yeah. Other than robot jocks. Right. Right.
0: Robot Jocks takes up the first 5 slots on my yeah. actual favorite movie list. Okay, so this
3: is actually our our number 6, yes. 7, maybe even 8 right. picks for favorite favorite maybe, maybe, maybe my my love of Robot Jocks is different. Maybe I like 1 through 5, maybe I love 7, it like a brother not, 11 like... and 16. Our <laughs> yeah. real. <laughs> someone says, "Hey, what's your favorite movie?" Yeah. Blazaar. This, is, the this answer. is it. This is it. So wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're so ready to talk Who about it. Who to go first. Fuck it. I'll go first, since I never go first. BJ is ready.
0: Because I'm always still writing down my ideas by the time we get to this point, because I'm stupid.
3: He's collating thoughts.
0: Right. It's really tough for me. Um, My probably number one favorite movie of all time, and probably the movie I've also seen um, close to the most, is Full Metal Jacket, starring, duh, Arlie Ermey. Um, <laughs> is that what we're saying I Stars thought to say I thought you like love Matthew Modine yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah I can't get enough of him him too but um,
3: Artless Howard yeah. yeah Adam Baldwin
0: there you go Vincent D'Onofrio Vincent D'Onofrio <laughs> that black guy yeah. <laughs> oh he's good yeah, yeah. he's awesome <laughs> um, well the first half really is starring Arlie Ermey, because he is he steals the show obviously mm-hmm. yes but um and an unexpected performance from him because he was just a was just a gunny before that movie. He was a he was a technical advisor, and the guy I don't remember who they had slated to play the the DI for that movie um, just couldn't get the feeling that they that uh, Kubrick wanted out of the movie. So they had Arlie Ermy shouting at people trying to give him direction. And they're like, "Fuck it, you do it!" And goddamn, if you didn't do it, and still, you know. You can't go anywhere without someone being able to quote at least something that Arlie Lee mm-hmm. Ermey said. Yeah. Um, but the other actors were also brilliant. You know, uh, I guess they did okay. Um, Adam Baldwin probably turns in one of my favorite portrayals of someone called Animal Mother in a movie, Other. <laughs> <ever. laughs> uh, or one of my favorite machine gun-toting badasses in a mm. movie, Ever. Yep. Pretty much him and uh, Jesse Ventura. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Th- that's it. Yeah.
3: And really, that movie's one where you kind of get two movies for the price of one.
0: Exactly. Um, you know, part A and part B. Now, are you on
2: board with... I mean, a lot of people say, I fucking love Full Metal Jacket, but only the first half.
0: No, I love the second half, okay. too. Okay, good. Yeah. Um- the second half kind of trades the humor for the drama mm-hmm. to an extent, and it's I think it's just as masterfully done. I love... Yeah. I will watch that movie as long as it's not one of those cut-up commercial riddled sure. movies on TNT. Oh God. Yeah. Um, I will watch that movie anytime it's on.
2: Yeah, that was one of my first HD DVD purchases and now she'll be coming
3: to me soon in the form of <laughs> Blu-ray. Ray. Ooh, thanks. Thanks, really Warner been. Brothers. You're awesome for nice. your Red to Blue program. Yes. Yeah. I'll admit I've probably only seen it all the way through, I believe, three times, but I've seen the first 15 minutes. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you how many times. Yeah. Uh, I... Used to be kind of in that camp. Like, I mean, I I
2: liked the whole movie, but I loved the first half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I the more I watched the second
3: half, the more I, I appreciate it. Actually, yeah, it's um, a damn fine piece of. it. it well, the first half is very much more straightforward, In the second half there's a lot more going on, kind of beneath the surface, right? You know, there's a lot, a lot different ways that the characters interact with each other. That you know, there's just a lot more depth there, where the first half is kind of. It's pretty much all about Private Pile.
0: Yeah, uh, there, and you're right about that. Uh, but I, I do think there is a certain depth to the relationships between, um, uh, what's his name, Joker. Yeah, Joker and and Pile in that in the first part. That's mm-hmm. really. You well, and know,
2: also, uh, what Cowboy? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, Cowboy's
2: you know a big part of the second half. Mm-hmm.
0: So you know, I think there is a, I think there's a depth to the first half mm-hmm. too that that a lot of people don't really get.
3: Yeah, I think what's I think I guess what's interesting to me about the second half is the way they interact is is very different between gotcha, each other, yeah. you know, than it was in the first half. And there's something that that I enjoy about that. And of course, Animal Mother is oh, just yeah. awesome. So, yeah. I and, think and, it and suggests
0: the, something about the duality of man. Yeah.
3: You know, well, the whole Jungian thing.
0: Mhm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But um yeah, I mean there's I think what's great is like the, just the the bit parts in the second half. I mean, there's so many great. I mean, the the gunner on the helicopter. You know, yeah. <laughs> how can you
0: shoot women and kids? <laughs> it's easy. You just don't lead them as much. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that. I mean, you know, I was explaining how you sit on your helmet so you don't get your ball shot off. I mean, right. There's the the I I don't know Colonel or whatever that shows up at the the grave site and all mm-hmm. that and you know and just like there's so many great little bit parts in that movie that I love.
0: Yeah. Seventy nine confirmed kills and fifty three water buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> and since, it's so endlessly yeah, quotable. My sm- word is poontang. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's some really snappy dialogue throughout the, you know, even taking the first half out where it's all just words shouted at you yeah. in rapid succession. Um, it's one of those you know. movies, like, I wish
2: I could talk like that. You know, like, it's, yeah. it's one of those movies, like, Amy, you, know, you watch, like, a, a Tarantino or a Kevin Smith movie or whatever, snappy dialogue, and it's like, I wish, like, people actually – talked like that mm-hmm. and i like how like it's just so it's just such a given i mean it's, like when they're yes, having they're having the conversation like you know they're just sitting there polishing their boots or cleaning their guns or whatever And they're like i want to you know i want to stick my tooth stake in your
3: sister right <laughs> what do you give me It's <laughs> just like mm-hmm. you're just just you know like it's nothing I, I i love that about that yeah and that also you know the humor in that movie reminds you that yes Kubrick was the same guy that made dr strange love yes mm-hmm. you know because there was a lot of not so humorous stuff in between yeah, uh, yeah. It's yeah. Like he's then, highly and, cynical and, uh, but he's
0: he's humorous at the same time yeah yeah i do think that one scene by the gravesite kind of epitomizes the the entire picture it's the duality of the situations mm-hmm. and there's some great fucking explosions in it you know <laughs> i ain't gonna lie a lot of motherfuckers are gonna die and
2: i actually like like the um uh i don't know what you'd call it it's There's a there's a trippy kind of surreal uh, quality the second half too.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: I mean, it's just I think that I I think that works really well in a, you know, in a drug induced war like Vietnam was. Yeah. So.
3: Well, and you also get the whole the simulated situations in the beginning, and how they're nothing like the real situations in the second half. Right. Right. Anyway,
0: just all around. Full metal jacket, awesome. Great movie. Soundtrack is fucking incredible. Um, well, they had a good time to pull from.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, all right, Let's move on because I don't want us to drag yeah. on about. Too, I can uh, talk about. Yeah, all I know. Day. I know. That's yeah. that's the problem with this yeah, topic, and that's talk. and that's what we did before. And we'd love to. We all kind of like the same movie, so mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. all want to chime in too. Yeah.
3: All right. All right. Maggie, Next. All right, my favorite, which I have mentioned before, but I probably haven't mentioned that it's actually my favorite movie of all time Robot Jocks. is <laughs> other than Robot Jocks is Out of Sight. Uh, starring George Clooney and Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez in basically her only good performance ever.
0: I don't think I've ever seen that movie. and I, oh, I think you know that, and I think yeah. you hate me for it.
3: I don't hate you for it, and I just will have to loan it to you. because He just pities you. Yeah. It's different than hate. Yeah, it's it's one of those movies where it kind of combines all the cool stuff that I like. There's a bit of a heist movie thing going on in the second half. There's cool cool, snappy dialogue, criminals. There's uh, it's a non-sequential story where, you know, it's the way it's structured. They give you everything that you need at the exact time where it has the most emotional impact. And that's why telling it out of sequence works. And they do it in a very, in a way that I love, in that the scenes are structured where the scenes in Detroit are the latest ones and everything is a blue cast to it. The scenes in a prison in, I guess it's Louisiana are all cast in a very yellow cast throughout. And it's always, it's very harsh lighting. Uh, the stuff in Miami in the middle of the movie is very much lighter, you know, more natural lighting. So whenever they snap to a scene, if you see a guy in a yellow jumpsuit, you know exactly what time period it's in, you know, it's, and you can almost tell just by, the way, you know, the way the scene looks, that okay, this is what period of the movie we're in. And it also, they use, he uses just a lot of really cool little tricks. Uh, it's a Steven Soderbergh film, so, and it's really was the first one he did that became, some people would say when he sold out, so to speak, but I think it's more when his movies started to become more coherent.
2: Yeah, I think it's like when he found a voice finally. Yeah.
3: Cause, and that's when he became very commercial, because before that it was Sex Lies and Videotape, and then it was a lot of stuff like Kafka and, the underneath that's kind of like good, but not for everybody at all. Yeah. And this is very much a, cl- a crowd pleasing movie, yeah. Because so it's got a the bit of a tape is very odd movie. It's yeah. good, but it's odd. Yeah. But this is one where he like he had a voice, and he um, you know, he gets. Fantastic performances out of everybody in the movie. Especially John Don Cheadle. Yeah, Don My Cheadle God. is so awesome in that. I mean, Steve Zahn yeah. has never been funnier than he is in that movie. And that's why he, his career to me is such a disappointment. That thing you do. He
2: was the best part of that.
3: Okay, see, I've, yes. I haven't seen that. Yes. And Liv Tyler. Well, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but <laughs> different reasons. Yeah, Steve Zahn is awesome. And Clooney. But, you know, I'm I'm a Clooney fan. And I think by far that's his best role out of any of them. Um, he just he's there's all these little touches he has he has this really weird run that he does throughout the movie like he like he changed the way he walked he actually shaved his hairline back to look older it's just there's a lot of little subtle things that you don't realize at first that are in there that he did with that performance that really sell it completely and the chemistry between him and Jennifer Lopez is just fantastic. The electric. Yeah. It's like you watch that and then you watch him and Julia Roberts in Ocean's Eleven and you're like, God, this is, it's so terrible. You know, it's like you realize how terrible it is if you watch those movies back to back. But yeah. I mean, there's just, I could go on and on. The music, I've talked about the music before, but the soundtrack is one of my favorite soundtracks ever where it's like a modern day Rockford Files kind of sound. It's very funky. I think Rockford Files is cool. Yeah. There's a couple things I've changed that it were up to me though. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I th- that's just one of those movies I could go on and on and on and on and on about. So I should probably cut myself off.
0: Okay. We can talk about it some more. We talked about well, it. Well I've seen it and
2: I I agree. I'm I'm I, I wouldn't put it at my top, but I, I think it's a damn fine movie. Um yeah. in my opinion it's by f- far the, the
3: greatest uh, Elmore Leonard adaptation. Oh yes, very much. And it's actually better than the book. The it has the uh the book ends actually there's a scene very late in the movie where she's on the phone with her dad that's where the book ends and the movie has a much better ending with a very cool cameo yeah that i won't spoil if you haven't seen the movie yeah well that's before, actually but...
2: that's funny cuz that just made me think that i actually i i really like get shorty and that's mm-hmm. a genre, and i think he was actually pretty good in that so i almost kind of
3: i'm not the biggest get shorty fan
2: i i really like get that's shorty it's
3: cuz you're tall i, I really I,
2: I, I actually like, really really like get shorty um yeah but yeah, I, out of sight's a uh, much it, it, It's movie a much than better than movie. Yeah, it is.
3: Yeah, I but <laughs> I already agreed with that. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. It's one of those. I think because of the way I saw it and the fact that I was one of the few people that saw it in the theater, I, the theater I saw it in it was the girl I went with and one other dude. Yeah, ran the theater, I, and this sure was the twice. week. This was the week it came out. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of it was very it was disappointing, but to me it was kind of like one of those where the legend in my mind grew a lot more and it's like kind of having it, you know, and being able to recommend it to people who hadn't seen it, you know, before it started showing up on TNT and all that. Right. And ended up on entertainment weekly's number one sexiest movie ever (laughs) list, which I will agree with. Yeah. But it's, it's very different in that it's very different in the way they do it because the way the scene where they finally get together happens, you actually become more interested in the dialogue than in them, you know, ripping each other's clothes off because of the way they cut back and forth because the editing is just them talking over the whole thing, but they cut back between them and the bar and then back in the hotel room later on. And the whole time they're intermingling this dialogue on top of it. And it's just a very, very cool scene to watch. And it's probably the best scene in the movie. Yeah, But yeah, like I said, I could talk for hours, but it's one of those movies I think is just a perfect movie. Like everything is exactly where it needs to be. It's the exact length everyone in it is awesome and the soundtrack's awesome and yeah. For me, it's perfect. Okay. Wouldn't change a thing about it.
2: That's that's pretty much my qualifications for yep. picking something mm-hmm. out of my favorite movies. Um, so I guess that brings me to picking one. Yes. Um, I'm going to go ahead for Do the sake it. of uh, how I feel today. I'm going to go ahead and say my, one of my favorite movies of two that I like to pick normally is uh, Leon. Uh, oh, or I mean. AKA The Professional as most people know it. But mm-hmm. I, I much, much, much prefer the 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 cut the rest of the world saw the one yeah, called the yeah. leon the yeah. integral version I yeah believe. well that's yeah that was the international version if you will mm-hmm. um yeah i just i don't know why i'm a huge luke Basson fan uh i really at least have liked everything he's done some of them aren't my favorites but i just but to that to me that's like his, that's his crowning achievement that's his you know, that's his good fellows. You know, it's mm-hmm. like that's that's as good as he'll probably ever make and, and well, especially since he's mostly stopped making movies, it yeah. is the best he'll ever make. And um I don't know, I just I, I absolutely love that story. I love the performances in it. Uh you know, it's got cool shit blowing up, but it's like blowing up for a reason, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that one by far has the most depth of any movie yeah. of his. And uh I I don't know. I mean <laughs> it's one of those movies that I, I have a hard time i'm talking about it i mean it's just i i just always tell people it's like i just love it see it you know if i have to i mean i always feel like i have to defend this movie a little bit because like i i feel like you know people are like oh is that that like pedophile movie right you know and and it's it's yes I, moron it, yeah it, it's not at all <laughs> i mean I, I always i always like to throw this in their face because well i i like to gauge people before i in, engage them in a, mm-hmm. a in a debate but um I always like to, if I feel like they've got a couple of neurons firing. I like to throw this back in their face that if anything, it's a reverse pedophile movie <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. because Leon, the character, is is a stunted he, you know stunted growth kind of person. I mean, he hasn't matured any probably from the time that they I think they they hint at that he was discovered and and ter, you know ter, groomed to be an assassin around the age of like ten twelve somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, taken from his life and I guess he's supposed to be Italian. Yeah, uh, played by a French actor, whatever. Um, but yeah, you know, taken from that life and uh, you know, thrown into life to be an assassin. And while as whereas uh, Matilda is mature for her age, she's already had to endure what most people wouldn't have to endure in thirty years of life, at, mm-hmm. at, at twelve, thirteen, whatever she's supposed to be. And if anything, it's it's actually kind of a, a reverse love story. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if if it's if it's you know, so, I like to throw that in people's face and say, joke on that. So. And that's the thing is like if you watch the professional, the American cut, you barely see that. I mean, it, I'm not yeah. saying that that's what they. That had one's been. more, just Gary Oldman being evil, and you lose yes. a lot of the Which nuance that I'm always fine with. I yeah, I mean Gary Oldman. Uh, while we're talking on favorites, is my favorite actor, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it just that's one of my favorite performances of him being evil, and uh, just yeah, everything about it. I mean, that's also the shots when, the, the I mean everything yeah. just the way it's like you know
3: just the way it's made. That's one where it's a case of the studio not always knowing the right thing. Right. <laughs> and cutting that movie for no good reason. Well, ex- yeah, except that, I mean, somebody said, well,
2: it makes it look like a pedophilia movie. Yeah, well, going? And yeah. the funny thing is, like, the most of what they cut is actually not that at all. It's, it's him sort of training her to be a, an assassin yeah. and actually takes her on one of his jobs <laughs> mm-hmm. with a paintball gun, I believe. And... uh yeah, it's just cool stuff in the in the, in the real version.
0: Mhm. But anyway, yeah, just a there's yeah, the, and like you said there's nothing that you could change really about that exactly. movie to to make it any better. Yeah, I, I just
2: I love so many little things like, you know, the potted plant, the everything about mm-hmm. the characters and their little idiosyncrasies and that's yeah. then like I said that's one of those movies like it's it's little touches like that 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 give you the backstory that they don't implicitly yeah. say.
3: Well, and the thing is too, it's a it's an emotional movie, but it's a good action movie too, mm-hmm. yep. which is you know
2: it's rare. Yeah, and I mean it's it's right up there. I mean the uh, film Nikita's got a lot of the same elements. It's just I don't think, unfortunately, they they didn't have as strong a cast. I mean mm-hmm. uh, you know I I think the story's there, but you know neither well of, of the three versions I know of that they've made of that movie, <laughs> yeah, one one is shot-for-shot shot remake, and the other one a Japanese remake of that too. Yeah. None of them. You know, none of them had the right things going on to make it, you know, the mm. right, the movie it probably should have been, but the story's there. anyway. Yeah, sometimes you just need the right people yeah. at the right time. It's sad. You know, like I said, it's, I, I'm not knocking foreign movies, but the, the cast was.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Moving on.
0: Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. You and I guess that BJ. would mean that you would yeah. move on to uh, to me.
3: We're just going in a circle here.
0: I was trying to figure out a nice segue into this movie, but uh, there was no way I could do it. So, here it is. Um, probably second favorite movie. Another one I will watch endlessly. I could probably watch this one back to back to back to back. Is Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? The uh, George Clooney Tour de Force.
3: A lot of Clooney love going on Yeah, here. a lot of
0: Clooney love. I was actually kind of disappointed that I didn't go after you for, for my second one. Oh, for, well, yeah. uh, for the Clooney, but... <clears throat> Um, George Clooney, John Turturro, um, what's his name? That other guy. That other guy, yeah. Uh, John Larroquette, no. Yes. (laughs) He was good in that movie. You know, John John Goodman. John Goodman's in
3: it, but he's, he's just the Cyclops. right?
0: Yeah, but he's, I mean, he's got a, he's got a big part, because he's Big Dan. Uh, I saw it on, Holly um, Hunter. Yeah, Holly Hunter, yes, uh, who has a kind of small part, but big enough. Um, I saw it on a whim. Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah. Yes, thank you. I saw it on a whim uh, with a girlfriend at the uh, at the small, you can eat, drink, and used to be able to smoke in theater here in town, uh, San Marco Theater, if anybody cares.
3: I love that one. Uh,
0: but we just kind of saw it uh, on a whim. We were like, I, I've never heard of this movie, but it's got George Clooney in it, and it's supposed to be a comedy. Let's see what all this is about. Go in, sat down. Amazing, um, amazing time. It's got all the, all the great comedy. The George Clooney's comedic timing was so surprising to me, and that's one of the things that made it one of my favorites because I wasn't expecting ER to turn into hilarious.
2: You should have you know. seen Out of Sight. Not that he was funny in it per se, but he's yeah. there are some moments, but he's got some funny lines. Yeah, around, yeah.
0: Uh, which came first, uh, out, out of Sight or Out of Sight? Okay. It was two years before. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I love every bit of the movie from the soundtrack to the setting, to the, the slapstick, even the, you know, semi-dramatic parts of the movie are just ridiculously fun. Mm. And that's what I, that's probably what defines this movie is, is one of my favorites. It's a, one of the most fun to watch. So I sit back mm. and just laugh my brains out for many good reasons, um, and I, I really can't find anything wrong with the movie when I, yeah. when I sit down and think, try to think about it critically. Um,
3: I like that for the Coen brothers, it's a very different type of movie for them. Yeah. Uh, I and mean, it showed that they can do, you know, more than just kind of like the crime comedies or crime drama type movies. Yeah. Even though it is kind of a a crime comedy. Yeah, you know, somewhat. but it's You know loosely, what I mean? More yeah.
0: the, it's loosely based around crime, but there is an actual semi-serious theme to it. You know, he's trying to mm-hmm. get spoilers. He's trying to get back to his wife, and he lies to his cellmates to escape from jail. Loosely then, based on the Odyssey. Loosely yes. based <laughs> on the Odyssey. Um, and featuring, you know, the the Cyclops and the Sirens. and um, it, Again, it's hard for me to talk about, about it because it's...
3: Yeah, I know you've talked it's about just, the soundtrack before. Yeah, the
0: soundtrack is.
3: Now you bought copies for basically everyone you knew. <laughs> yeah, at <laughs> some like... I'm
0: responsible for half of the half of the album sales for that soundtrack. Um, but I've I've probably bought the movie itself three or four times. I know I, as soon as it came out on DVD, I bought it for bought a copy for myself, bought a copy for my dad, uh, and a couple mm-hmm. other people I knew, just because it's one of those movies you have to see you to really consider you know consider yourself to me well versed in comedy movies mm-hmm. you have to see this movie i don't know what else i can i can say about that's it that's fair um, enough yeah it's just it, every time i see it if it's on even even the cut up versions i'll watch just because i i love any part of that movie and i can jump in and there's not a single part where i go ah, well i you know i might want to fast forward through this part or it's the
3: entire mm-hmm. movie is
0: fantastic
3: it's one of those whatever point you sit down and mm-hmm. you're you're stuck there till the end yeah yep. that's me in the shining yeah. mm-hmm. and it's and also, it's not really one of the ones I'd list as my favorite yeah, I just yeah, can't
0: still, if it comes on I just can't stop watching that movie it's also one of the one of the quoter, quotable ones you know mm-hmm. I'm the goddamn Pater paterfamilia sir <laughs> I don't want fop f- f- I'm a dapper Dan man do not seek the, the treasure, treasure. <laughs> We thought you was a toad. <laughs> Moving on. It's absolutely Moving fucking on. brilliant. So it is. If you haven't seen it, BAMFCAST Listeners, go see the fucking Run, b- don't
2: walk. <laughs> Run, don't walk. <laughs> yeah. Run, don't walk. To the non
0: existent video
2: stores. Run, don't walk. To your, your computer, computer, computer to your from Amazon. Netflix and click it on Netflix.
3: <laughs> yeah. No,
0: just buy it. Don't yeah, damn yeah, go to Amazon. buy that shit. Buy, buy another
3: th- movie, get free shipping out over twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm.
0: Buy that motherfucker.
3: This if- message is brought to you by Amazon.com.
0: And the Bamcast. <laughs> And Netflix. Anyway. So, um,
3: yeah, you can't say
0: anything about it because awesome.
3: So, next. <laughs> all right. Um, much like most people about my age, Fight Club is um, oh, that sucks. Of among my favorite movies ever. It hasn't quite... When I watch it more recently, I realize how much it drags in the second half. But I still love it because that first half... Like the first 45 minutes is among the best black comedies ever. I mean, it's just like dark, 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 dark comedy. And so much of it's so funny in that way that you're like uncomfortable enjoying it. Yeah. But, you know, now, nowadays I can really get into it. And that was when I had been anticipating before it came out for a while. And I was working at a TV station way back when, when it came out and actually traded, um, preview passes for three different movies so that I could get the preview passes to see Fight Club a day early (laughs) nice and I remember like it was one of the weirdest reactions I've seen in a theater because pretty much anybody that looked like we're about 30 or under was like that movie was so fucking awesome and all these old people that were coming out anybody that looked like they were over 30 were just like why were they so angry I don't Get it. What
0: was going on with yeah. those
3: people? And I think it just like it shell shocked some of them because to me, that was like one of the most thoroughly modern movies ever made. I mean, that and The Matrix were two that really like just kind of broke the mold as far as soundtrack goes, as far as the way it was filmed goes, as far as you know, as, especially with Fight Club, using narration. It, to, in my opinion, that's the best use of narration in any movie ever. And that's, that was probably the only way they were going to be able to adapt the book because the book, I mean, the, the ending to the movie is very different from the ending to the book, but it's just, let's just say the book, things get spelled out a lot, a lot sooner. Mm. And it's very easy to figure out what's going on as opposed to the movie where the way, the way they film scenes, the way they set things up, Like they play into the comedy aspect, like the fact that, you know, as Marla walks into the room, Tyler leaves. And then as Marla, you know, as Marla leaves, Tyler walks right back into the room at, you know, at that exact moment. And it plays out for comedy. And then, you know, when everything happens later, you're like, oh, my God, that's why, you know, there's Mm -hmm. there's stuff like that. And in the book, it's just very, very spelled out. Gotcha. And, you know, just using the narration also moved it along much quicker. You know, because you could get from point A to point B, and I just, I just love you know the breaking the fourth wall stuff where he talks to the audience and mm-hmm. you know talking about how the, how the projectors have the cigarette blots and, you know when, just one thing we didn't bring up about Inglorious Bastards, I loved that. What's that? That
2: um, when he's standing behind the stage, and you see the cigarette burn come, and, yeah. he, and he lights a cigarette right then. Yeah, I just, I, I love that little little yeah. touches like that. I was like, I was like, I bet there's five people in the audience that get this joke, mm-hmm. <laughs> this reference.
3: Yeah. But, I mean, there's just... There's a lot of, like, really just fun, cool things. I mean, Fight Club is just a cool movie. And even though the message gets a little diluted in the second half, where the whole, where, you know, he's he's been this corporate drone all his life and basically ends up becoming a drone of a different corporation by the mm-hmm. end of it, you know. There's kind of... I, I You know, I... I don't quite agree with that message anymore. And I think it's, you know, the more I think about it as time has gone on, the more I've realized what a mixed message is in that movie, (laughs) (laughs) you know, where, whereas early on I was like, yeah, fuck corporations, fuck having a job, you know, all that stuff. But we'd like to break out of the corporate mold. Yeah. Might be why we're doing things. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, but I mean, it is, it is interesting, you know, to, to look back on that movie 10 years later now and see how different a place I'm in personally. And that's also the sign of a good movie is like when you can put so many of your life experiences into it and compare them with the main character in that story, you know, and that with that one, that's, you know, at least in America, in most, <laughs> most males, that's going to be, you know, the, as far as the work thing goes, not many, you know, unfortunately not many people are happy in their job, you know, right. that's why it's called work, <laughs> right? Because you got to work and there's, you know, and that's kind of a universal message for a vast majority of the population.
0: That and everybody's burned their hand with lie. Yeah. I mean,
3: <laughs> who hasn't? Really? Mm.
0: Never use water.
3: Never. But yeah, there's there's just, there's so much going on in that movie that I just, I love it. And it's one of those also where I tend to see little things I didn't catch before. Mm-hmm. I mean, I caught most of the Tyler Flashes when it was in the theater. And then, you know, obviously when I got the DVD, I could slow-mo through them. Right. Mm-hmm. Freeze but. frame of the cock. <laughs> <laughs> it's there for a few frames, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but uh seven but yeah i i love that movie and whenever the hell they finally get around to putting out a blu-ray i'll be getting it immediately indeed yeah now i don't know what else to say i mean but it's definitely a thing for people you know now that are in their early 30s that it hit them right you know right as you'd been at your first job for a few years and you realize well i'm probably going to be doing this for another 40 years aren't i Damn! Yeah. yeah, that 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 was kind of how that one hit me at that time. I don't get a watch. Yeah. Awesome. Yep.
0: I remember kind of being being shocked when I when I first saw it because I didn't I didn't see it in the theater. I was like Fight Club, whatever. Fight Club, it's mm-hmm. people beating each other up, whatever. Fuck that movie because yeah. I didn't know anything about the movie or the book. I just heard title and I was like, okay, it's,
3: whatever. Yeah,
0: I'll move on. It's another fucking movie. I'll see it later. And then I saw it on DVD or. Over at somebody's house, and I was like, "Oh my god, how did I miss this movie? Yeah. Who let me miss this movie? I'm gonna beat that person up." <laughs> don't, yeah. talk, don't talk
3: about that. I had a friend where I I told him, um, you know, I'm like, after I saw it, I was like, "You have to go see this movie. You have no choice but to see this movie." And it was funny because he came out. It was like he had had some kind of epiphany. He was just like, "I'm gonna learn to play the piano. I've always wanted to do that." I don't know why I've never done that in my life. I'm going to do that. You know, it was like this weird reaction he had where he was, it like made him realize all the things that he hadn't done with his life. Awesome. And I was like, wow. I was like, I didn't realize you were going to, you know, it was going to have that effect on you, but that's pretty, that's pretty cool.
2: I'm going to learn French and beat the shit out of somebody. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I, you know, I I do appreciate that
3: aspect of it that like, you know, every, uh, every second is one less second to do something you want to be doing. Yeah. But Uh. that's, I, like I said, I keep talking about it. So fair enough. We'll move on. Soundtrack's awesome too, but you knew <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> good enough
0: for the Bamcast. You know it. Yeah. Raising Arizona.
3: Oh,
2: I'm gonna go with Coens too. Awesome. That, nice. that, but that's by far in a way, my favorite Coen brother movie. I, that's mm-hmm. so perfect of a movie to me. I not that I don't love a lot of their movies. In fact, actually, I probably, I probably love. Hudsucker Proxy more than most people on the face of the earth. Yeah, I, I, that's probably my second favorite one. Honestly, it's one I need to see again. But um, I just uh, uh, Racing Arizona. I just I, I, it's one of those weird ones. Like I, I think I saw that when I was probably when I was way too young to appreciate it, and just saw it as like, what the hell is this? This is goofy and dumb, and why are they talking so funny and screaming a lot and all the things that I love about it now because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I, that movie just... I, that's one of those I wouldn't change a frame of it, including yeah. Nicolas Cage. I mean...
3: Yeah, and it's one of those movies that's not... I mean, it's funny, mm-hmm. but it's more of a witty funny than anything and more it of is. a sardonic funny, which I, I like the subtlety that's in the humor in most yeah. of that movie.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's 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 cartoony things happening on screen, but it's what's behind them that's what's mm-hmm. really funny about it. I, I Just everything about it. I mean, I, I love... Uh, John Goodman in that and um going to blank on his name the other escape con. Uh, I just looked him up the other day. I'll do it real fast. But I mean, you know, just just those two characters once they show up, I mean, it it was already good and it just gets funnier when they show up. I mean, just all mm-hmm. the the wonderful lines that they have, you know. So many social engagements, so little time. <laughs> William, uh, William Forsythe. That's right. But um yeah, just well, the mo- the moment they show up, I, I it just it changes movies, and I mean I, I love the, the the bounty hunter and and
3: everything about it. It's just
2: so 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 good. And yes,
3: I can admit I like Nicolas Cage in that movie.
2: Yeah, I mean that that is like that's his role. I mean, mm-hmm. every everything else he's done, you know, it, it's trying to do that. I think because I that's the thing is I don't even know. Like if, I think if I met Nicolas Cage, I'd probably be really shocked because I don't know who Nicolas Cage is. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, It's like one of those things like, I don't know that I've ever seen an interview. It's like, I, I get the impression it's like he'd be some sort of a, like a surfer dude, you know, like, he's, he's kind of Hollywood royalty, you know, yeah. in a way, you know, he's, you know, probably never had to work a day in his life because he's the nephew of, you know, he, he was a Coppola, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, you know, yeah. and it's like. You know, I just, I mean, now it's just like he does crazy eyes and, 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 or, you know, crazy redneck. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. How could you possibly be that? But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But it yeah. all went downhill when he decided to be an action star. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, I, I just, I, I, I don't really even know what to say. If you haven't seen that movie, shame on you. <laughs>
3: yeah. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah, we've had two Cohen movies, <laughs> two, two Clooney movies. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really strange. Why do no we get along so well? Or it, it's or really strange kind of for me to
2: not put a, a Kubrick movie in my, you know, ones I want to want to talk about just because I, he's my favorite director of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say Luke Besson is my favorite living director, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, that's the thing is like Kubrick is just it's such a spanning career. I can't pick one. I mean, if I if I had to, like, held at gunpoint, I'd probably say Clockwork Orange, but, mm-hmm. I mean, but like I said, I, I mean, you put The Shining on, and I don't care if it's on TBS, I will sit and, and, and just mesmerized by watching that movie.
1: Yeah.
0: That The Kubrick version of The Shining was ruined by an ex-girlfriend who was a uh, Stephen King purist in, like, the uh, Stephen Whatever no. acted version, yeah. Yeah, yeah, was, so yeah, that was true to the book. I mean, that yeah. movie is brilliant. I mean, it's. I mean, think about it.
2: It's basically got a cast of three, three and a half. If you count Scatman Cruthers. I mean, everyone mm-hmm. else is like in the movie for two minutes, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. like that is such a powerful fucking movie to have a, a such a small cast in such a huge location. That's mm-hmm. what's amazing about it. Mm-hmm.
0: And, yeah, and everything's just delivered brilliantly. I guess there's the ghost bartender. Oops. <laughs>
2: Spoiler, spoiler. Oh,
0: a fucking Stephen King book, of course
2: it's a ghost. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and for those of you who haven't haven't seen it, there's a uh, a remake of the trailer for oh the comedy oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah the... Yes. for um
3: so good the Salisbury Hill one. yeah yeah for the
0: shining. Dr. Yeah. Uh, go out there and check that out. It's fucking hilarious.
2: All right. Well, once again, I think we've managed to meander on and on. And yeah. That's what happens when. We should have just limited Sounds ourselves like to one at, movie.
3: One. I can't limit myself to
2: one. I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I. Literally, I could go up to like ten. I literally We'd be talking the, about Empire Strikes Back, and yeah, Alien exactly, and Cult <sighs> Fiction, yeah. and The
3: Third Man, and exactly Casablanca. Um, and keep going. Aliens. <laughs> Why not put a sequel in there? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. But let's not do that.
3: Yeah, let's not. Nope. We
2: could probably start a page where we can. Blather on about Favorite movies
3: Yeah We could turn our site Into a blog Oh my blog. god It kind of already is It's so, a it blog format Motherfucker It's not a blog <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's a
0: podcast
3: Yeah Fuck face Whoa Wow Wow. Yeah it's I'm harsh, to... harsh words for <laughs> those Who would call us a blog yeah. It's a netcast <laughs> It's a podcast <laughs> It's a Zunecast bitch. <laughs> yeah. I, a, think we, I think we I think we should River... Officially
2: brand ourselves As a Zunecast It's no. an iRivercast Yeah <laughs>
3: It's Apple, a SanDisk cast. We'll have Apple ban us. It's a Sansa cast. So they were no longer on iTunes. It's a GPS cast.
2: <laughs> All right, enough. All right. Uh, yeah. So, PJ, would you like to take us uh, for contact information?
0: Sure. Why not? If you'd like to contact the Cast, you can check us out on the Twitters at BMFCast. You can check out our website at BMFCast.com, or you can check us out on iTunes at the Bad Movie Fiends podcast or BMFCast. So, if you'd like, send us an email, tweet to us. Rate us on iTunes, download all our good stuff, write a review, give us five stars.
3: Become a fan on Facebook. Become also. a
0: fan on Facebook.
3: Search for the bad movie. Yes, yeah, the go good thing us. about
2: Facebook is um, we have all the trailers, well, most of the trailers up there. There's a couple we haven't been able to find yet. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. If uh, you go up there and you see one that's missing and you know where it is, send us, send us an email. Or yeah. if you want to make one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> make one up. <laughs> yeah, if you want to give us like a really happy... Go Lucky! Shining version of a trailer for one of the shitty movies mm-hmm. we watched. Yeah. We'll take that. Yeah, make you can it, even see the. Better.
3: Yeah, you can even see the Fantastic Four trailer that we talked about, but never, yeah. never posted. Right. So yeah, yeah. even that's there. Mm-hmm. It's amazing for those longtime fans who are yes. here. Back in that first month. Four.
0: So um, check us out. Send us send us an email. We're looking for uh, topics or movie suggestions. Uh, we got another email from. Uh, from John P. as we were recording this podcast uh, with a great topic and suggestion. So we're probably going to throw that out there sometime soon. And we might send you a little something-something for your efforts because yes. we're sweet yeah. like that. We
3: kind of have a backlog. Yeah, of, I do sort uh, of owe some bit. people some things. Yeah. And i uh, been a little
2: busy. But I, I'm I'm going to get on that. Yeah, and we, We've had some other uh, great suggestions. And, yeah, we really do appreciate it. Yeah, and some um,
3: great we comments. We will get on, to them. <laughs> Honest.
2: Some <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: great <laughs> comments on the website. So thanks to all you folks uh, who are... Actually, hitting up the comment section on our posts, um, we encourage that. We will respond.
1: You
2: know, yeah. Don't worry, Uber Buck. I've already added Omega Cop to the list. It is definitely getting watched. <laughs> okay. Anything called Omega Cop? Yeah. With the chance that we might, he might possibly be a loose cannon. We're in. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Send us topic suggestions. Rate us on iTunes. Follow us on the Twitters. We're all over the fucking internet, man. Hook us up.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's a rough job, dude. Uh, it really yeah. takes it out of you. We're yeah. all up in that bitch. we got to be on the internet too one of these yeah. days.
0: Yeah, you thought it was rain.
2: So, um, yeah, that's probably enough to about that. Yep. So Let's move on and get out of here for this uh, six-month spectacular. Yeah. 6 months spectacular. See been you a, in another six months. It's been an honor and a privilege, gentlemen, doing this for six months. I'm
3: amazed yeah. that we've made it this long, to yeah. be honest. I'm amazed that me you too. guys
2: haven't killed me yet. Um I know you've come close a couple times. I think Southland Tales was the first almost end of this little venture. Yeah. That almost a us. Brothers.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Imperos but,
2: Lesbos was a tough one too. I, yeah, I know. I didn't know about that one though. Yeah. <laughs> I can't you can't completely fault Twilight that
3: one. really Twilight really put that the hurt on That was
2: not my suggestion. I know.
3: Yeah. You. It, You're that welcome. was BJ but Right. I knew that one we put the hurt definitely. on us But that kind of like Galvanized our efforts Yeah We <laughs> it really did. gave us a system It did yeah. We found so. the yang And
2: now we search for the ying.
0: Yeah mm-hmm. uh,
3: All right Well
1: and
3: I'm I'm Harlow
0: I'm Mackie And I'm the beach And I think that's Bamfcast out Bamfcast out People you love Will turn their backs on you You'll lose Your hair, your teeth Your knife will fall out of its sheath But you
2: still don't like to leave Before the end of the movie
0: People you hate Will get their hooks into you They'll pull you down You'll frown They'll tar you and drag you through town. But you still don't like to leave before the end of the movie. No,
1: you still don't like to leave before the end of the show.